New Orleans. It's time for the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And Inside New Orleans. <laughs> edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Hope you're having a great day. Of course, remember, you can listen on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, but also on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Those mobile apps allow you to take the show with you anywhere. Of course, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our podcast is available on all the major podcasting platforms, All you got to do is search Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher. And uh, Anchor is our home base. So those that, uh, again, subscribe to the Anchor app, you can check it out there. But we're everywhere now. We're absolutely everywhere. And got to tell you, it's so gratifying to see so many people that are, uh, again, not just checking us out over the airwaves on 106.1 FM, but, again, on our podcast as well. Thank you so much. Uh, for, again, listening to our program. Uh, today on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, if you checked us out at 1 o'clock, you saw everything I was telling you about. We had to tape yesterday uh, because uh, we were preempted by something that was going on at WLAE-TV. So it was we're not a live broadcast as we normally do on a Thursday. Uh, but 1 p.m., show went off as always, always on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Uh, your next chance to check check out Jeff Duncan and myself is uh, 6 p.m. on WLAE TV tonight, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Tomorrow night, uh, it's every Friday night at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. 2 a.m. on Saturday morning on The Deuce for those of you just like me that can't sleep. And, of course, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon. Always at DerekAsher.com, always on the WLATV YouTube page, and always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. So check that out uh, at your leisure. We covered Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, even a little bit of Arch Manning, uh, all, on the, all on the program today. Uh, on today's program, we're going to be joined by Alec Asel, the Bird Rights. We'll talk some Pelicans with him. 
Media Day is on Monday. They start practice next week. So training camp in session for uh, this year's version of the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, that'll happen this afternoon at 4.35. At 5.10, we go up to Baton Rouge. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com will give us his thoughts on LSU-Mississippi State. Uh, and then we'll finish up with Chris Hagan of Fox 8 Sports at 5.35. And Chris is going to talk everything with us. We'll talk uh, Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans uh, with, uh, with Chris. Uh, and that'll happen at 5.35 uh, this afternoon. Today's program brought to you by uh, one, of our, uh, one of our original sponsors, uh, a sponsor that came on shortly after we came on the air, and that's my good friends over at uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurant. I, I'll tell you so many, many times, the Beta Brothers have been incredible, okay? Not just to me, again, uh, as a host and supporting our program, uh, but they've been great for New Orleans as well. Uh, again, the Oceana's been in their family for, for decades, but again, they built that into a mega restaurant now, uh, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner, open seven days a week, voted the top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Uh, not only that, they've expanded their empire. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant out in Metairie, again, um, open for lunch and for dinner, voted uh, number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Uh, fantastic place to watch the game, but also, again, a great place to grab a meal or a cocktail uh, or to have your next event. Uh, in the French Quarter, two more restaurants that, that again, they're involved. That again, they, they've um, uh, developed Old New Orleans Cookery, which is 205 Bourbon Street. Now, again, open late, like all the rest of the Oceana family of restaurants. Serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Uh, Cajun uh, Creole uh, dishes at, 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 at the finest. And also, again, uh, absolutely spectacular cocktails. And, of course, the newest member of the Oceana family of restaurants. And, again, this is where, where again, uh, civic pride uh, really comes into in, into into uh, into the forefront. Uh, the Bader brothers uh, saw a an opportunity with a uh, the, uh, a strip club which was shut down by the state and the city. Uh, nothing but problems on Bourbon Street with this with this strip club. Uh, they went in and they totally gutted out the building, gutted the building out, and rebuilt it brand new. Uh, barge boards. Uh, the uh, bars on every single floor. That's three floors of, again, restaurant, dining, seating, as well as, again, a bar on every single floor. Bourbon Street Balcony, uh, New Orleans' only Bourbon Street rooftop bar. Again, they, again, they built all this out. Uh, we're taking a chance on New Orleans, taking a chance on Bourbon Street, as well as, again, like each and every one of the Oceana restaurants in the quarter, a beautiful courtyard for you to dine in. Right next door, they took over the hideout bar. Uh, and, again, turn that in, 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 into, again, another great place where New Orleanians can go and, of course, tourists can go to enjoy a great meal and a cocktail. So I'm telling you right now, the Bader Brothers have done an incredible job in, again, uh, taking buildings that were either dilapidated, falling down, or, again, uh, needed a boost uh, with, a, with a, a new concept. And uh, they've done a great job as restaurant tours here in New Orleans. Again, get out there and enjoy a meal at the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, let's, let's kick it off. I want to talk a little bit about the Saints as we start off today. Uh, because, again, week one, we were all very, very high after, again, the, the victory against uh, Green Bay. Week two, not so much. So what do we know about this team after two weeks? Well, I'm going to say, again, I don't think we know anything about this team over the two weeks. I think in week one, they look like an elite NFL team in, in crushing Green Bay. Uh, in week two, they looked like a team that was vying for the first overall pick uh, in this upcoming NFL draft by getting embarrassed by Carolina. So what do our eyes tell us? Our eyes tell us that the Saints can be a top defense if they stay healthy. And, and that's the key here. They've got to be able to stay healthy. Uh, the depth. The quality, depth, and the inexperience are, are again, factors for, for, this, for this defense. And we knew that kind of coming into the season, okay? There is a significant drop-off 
when, when you talk about the difference between the starters and the reserves. And, and, you know, some of you are probably saying, well, e, that, 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 that's everywhere. No, no. Last year, that wasn't the case here. The year before that, that wasn't the case here. And I'll even go back one more year again previous to that, where, again, a lot of veterans were taking less money to come to New Orleans to be able to have a chance to go to a Super Bowl. And, and the Saints, again, when you're looking at one, two, three, especially when along the defensive line, uh, the linebacker position as well for the, for the most part, and even, again, in the secondary. Uh, they had reserves that came in there. Again, when, when those guys came into the game, you didn't lose a lot. Uh, there's a significant drop-off right now. There's no doubt about that. Now, can it get better? Absolutely, because a lot of these guys are young players and with an opportunity to be able to grow. But you're going to have to grow within the season. So they're, they're depending on, again, a lot of their draft picks to be able to step up, especially on the defensive end. And look, at times they've done it. They did it against Green Bay. They did it at times during the preseason. Again, they just stunk it up against Carolina. So... We've seen that significant drop-off. Hopefully, again, the Saints can stay healthy. And that, that is the key on the defensive side of the ball as well as on the offensive side of the ball. On offense, I, I don't think we have a clue, okay, because I think the quarterback position is still an unknown. Um, you know, hopefully it's not going to be a crapshoot every single week with Jameis Winston. Look, he threw five touchdowns in the first week, but what, a pedestrian, what, 148 yards uh, through the air? That's not breeze-like. Okay, Breeze is getting over 200 every, every game. In most cases, he's getting over 300. Uh, but, again, it was fine because, again, he took care of the football. They were able to, to, again, get ahead of Green Bay, and Green Bay had to play catch-up for the rest of the game. There was no problem with the way Jameis played because, again, he took care of the football. In, in game two, two interceptions against Carolina. He reverted, reverted back to bad Jameis under pressure. And i got to tell you what, that's frightening to me. Because the thing that I was, I was worried about was not, not the physical skills of Jameis Winston because he could throw the ball over the field. He could make throws now that Breeze even couldn't make in his prime because of the arm strength that he has. And that's gotten him in trouble in a lot of cases. Okay, But the problem with the difference between Breeze and Jameis Winston is Breeze didn't get rattled. You put pressure on Breeze, Breeze is, gonna, is smart enough to be able to know again where he's got to go with the football. And, and of course, got, got rid of the football quickly. Uh, early in his career, he was a guy that was a gunslinger, a lot like Jameis Winston was. But again, as, you, as we've seen, uh, the evolution of Drew Brees in a Saints uniform eventually, he realized that double-digit interceptions and fumbles were, again, killing this team. And then he was getting to a, a point where, again, it was single digits when, in terms of the turnovers for him, in terms of interceptions. He grew as a quarterback. Jameis has still got to grow as a quarterback. But they need him to be his best Drew Brees this season. And through two weeks... Again, not, not really up to the task at this point. Uh, but there is still room for growth. I'm not giving up on Jameis Winston yet. But we knew this was going to be the situation, right? One-year deal for both Taysen and Jameis. So, again, even the organization wasn't all in. They didn't put all their chips in on these two guys because they knew it was going to be a, it was going to be a, a week-to-week growing situation for both, uh, especially in this offense. The main thing that they cannot do is turn the ball over. Turn the ball over. You look at the wide receivers and the tight ends, they're young. And I think it showed, okay? We've seen inconsistency over the first two weeks. Film is the great equalizer. I've been talking about that since, again, they gave me a microphone to get on the airwaves. When you talk about the young pass catchers, they, they still got to prove they can get open within the timing of the offense. People forget about that. They think, okay, it's about getting off the jam at the line of scrimmage, getting separation, yes, but within, within the timing of the offense. And especially, again, if you're not going to have an offensive line, we'll get to that in a moment, uh, that is not going to give the type of protection that Breeze was used to. Uh, the timing of the offense is huge. So 
there is a big question mark on, on, on again, whether they can tread water until Michael Thomas returns after the, after the bye. And then can a, can a veteran like Kenny Stills, who has been in this offense before, can he make a difference? Okay, that's an unknown because, again, Marquez Callaway has disappeared. Uh, you look down the line at, at this particular roster right now in, in, in terms of, of the number of, um, of players that, 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 are, that are, are new at the, at the wide receiver position. Uh, it is it is a tough situation for for this team, especially with a brand, with a brand new quarterback. So, you know, I'll be interested to see uh, you know again how this is going to fare out uh, e- eventually with the uh, uh, with the Saints, especially at the wide receiver position. Uh, we we have great hopes because they they have some talent. You know, Chris Hogan is a guy that has been on as as a veteran and knows how to get open. Uh, we we've seen the speed of Deontay Harris and how a game breaker he can be. Um, Ty Montgomery has proven that he can play multiple positions, but again, he's kind of a jack-of-all-trades type. He's not a bad player, but again, he's the kind of guy you want on your team because he can play so many positions. Uh, but I'm telling you, folks, uh, there, there needs to be an infusion uh, of, of guys that, that, again, you can count on week in, week out. Uh, Jawan Johnson has played well at the tight end position as a, um, as a receiver. Adam Troutman has struggled uh, at the tight end position. Little Jordan Humphrey has shown uh, again as hot and cold. Nothing. The lack of consistency is crushing this uh, this pass catching core right now, and especially with a, with a new quarterback, that that hurts. That hurts. So, you know, again, can you get a guy like Michael Thomas back? Can Kenny Stills coming in? Can he make a difference now? Right now, starting this week uh, against New England. All that is up for conjecture. Uh, hopefully, again, that'll be the case. Look, the running game is always going to be good with Alvin Kamara, and he's also going to be part of this passing game as well. But teams are going to start keying on him, understanding that, again, he's the straw that, turn, that, that stirs the drink here. Uh, but I'm telling you, they are missing a big back like, like, like Latavius Murray. Uh, I thought we saw it a little bit in, in, in the Carolina game, and I think, again, there's going to be times when you're going to be looking at this team saying, again, they need some tough yards. Who's going to give them the tough yards? I don't think Jones nor Washington has that ability. I'm not saying they're not good backs, but, again, they are, they are not the big physical back that, again, a team needs. Uh, again, when you want to just wear a team out, especially down the stretch when you're trying to take the air out the ball. Right now, i got to say the only big back they really have is, is Taysom Hill. And, again, he's kind of the jack-of-all-trades guy. So, again, this to me is a glaring hole in the lineup and continues to be. Uh, I understand why they did what they did. Look, they're cash-strapped at this point. Latavius Murray didn't want to take the pay cut. Uh, They wanted to bring Bradley Roby on, and rightly so, because, again, he shores up the back end of of the defense. Uh, So it is what it is. Look, Traquan Smith took a pay cut. I'm sorry. He... He didn't take a pay cut. He actually took uh, his, um, his, his base salary and turned it into a signing bonus this week just so they could bring Kenny Stills off of the, uh, off of the, uh, the, the practice squad. So that tells you how close they are in, uh, in terms of the cap right now. So, again, we'll see how that kind of plays out going forward. To me, the biggest surprise, offensive line, okay? Um, the, the, this last week's performance against Carolina was an embarrassment. Maybe the worst performance by an offensive line under Sean Payton, and that's saying a lot. Uh, the offensive line, like the defensive line, to me, is the key to the Saints' success this season. Uh, and if this team doesn't win the battle of the trenches, there is a domino effect, okay? And then you've got to win that each and every game. There's a domino effect that, again, unmasks the deficiencies on both sides of the ball. Look, I've spoken about Breeze a lot, okay? Because, again, that's what we have to go back to. I, I said this even before he officially retired, Okay? He masked a lot of, of the weaknesses on this team 
throwing receivers open, guys that weren't open because of, again, his pinpoint accuracy. Uh, everything he did pre-snap and getting, uh, again, and getting his team set up in and out of bad plays. Also setting up the, uh, uh, the, the offensive line calls as well. Uh, it's been, it has shown to be a serious issue after two weeks not having Breeze there. Uh, the protection calls are an issue, especially down with McCoy out. Uh, and, again, I, we, didn't, we didn't expect that, okay? We really didn't. The coaches better figure it out quickly because, again, Carolina has now laid out the blueprint uh, for, for beating the protection and stopping the run and pressuring the Saints quarterback. Every team now in this league that plays the Saints is going to have that in their game plan until this offensive line and this coaching staff proves that Carolina was just a bad day at the office. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about special teams. Uh, we'll also get into to coaching, and, and also we'll talk a little bit about, about the defense. All that coming up in just, a few, in just a few minutes after we come back from break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, and, and, of course, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant in Metairie. Don't go anywhere. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Pantene. Do you have dry, damaged hair? Try Pantene Daily Moisture Renewal Conditioner. The color-safe formula with Provi Nutrients repairs damaged hair without weighing it down. Repair damaged hair with Pantene. The left lane remains blocked due to emergency repairs on 10 eastbound at the Bonacari Spillway, and delays remain solid on 10 eastbound from just past I-55 to the 310. Also be mindful of delays that are solid on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal. Also delays are steady on the 610 on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side, backups are from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway, Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side, delays are steady from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. And if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway, delays remain steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sports Feed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Side New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. They haven't forgot about you. That's right. They're back up to full strength. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy calm. And, of course, they're taking care of their customers. Man, Doug, talking to Jason Burkhardt the other day, uh, literally, again, the number of calls that came into Burkhardt in the aftermath of the storm was overwhelming. Uh, but, again, they've done their best. They've waded through it. They've got to each and every one of their customers, and they're ready for you, whether it's electrical needs, whether you need help with your generator, whether you need help with your air conditioning system. Those of you that live on the North Shore that may be putting the heater on over the, ne- over the next week or so because of the cooler temperatures at night on the North Shore, you need to get that heater inspected by a professional. Burkhardt can do that for you. Uh, again, truly a company you can trust, only doing the work that's necessary. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program Again, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. Don't forget about, again, uh, uh, this half hour brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving dinner and and lunch and dinner seven days a week. I'm telling you, first of all, fantastic Cajun Creole cuisine, uh, extraordinary cocktails. The the dining rooms are are beautiful. You can can go sit downstairs. on uh, look overlooking Bourbon Street, these beautiful picture windows. Again, if you do people watching, it's great. Head to the back of the dining room. You get they get that French Quarter courtyard, as I've said many many times about the Oceana courtyards. Uh, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Then you got two count them two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms and restroom that you can either dine in or have your next event. Uh, whether it's uh, friends, family, maybe you're going out uh, well, again on on a date uh, with your significant other. Man, head on over to uh, Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, Order online or check out their menu at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Yeah, you're right. All right, um, let's finish up talking a little bit about the, the Saints. Remember, Ali Cassell, the Bird Rights, is going to join us about 4.35 this afternoon. And then uh, that'll be 5.10 for Mike Scarborough talking LSU. And then we'll finish up with Chris Hagan talking everything from Fox 8 Sports at 5.35. Uh, we, had, we had left off, again, we talked a little bit about the offense. We, we, we touched a little bit on the defense. Uh, but, again, special teams. Uh, to me, the most consistent part of this team through two weeks has been the special teams. Uh, punting. 
kicking. I th- you know, I think Gilligan had one bad punt in the last game against Carolina, but he's been booming the ball. And one thing that I was worried about, would he be able to place the ball like Morstead did for so many years? He has proven to do that in just this short sample size. Rojas, again, a little bit shaky starting off, right, missing the extra point in preseason. When given an opportunity, he's got a strong leg, and he's been able to kick the ball. Hope, again, I would have liked to have seen him get a chance in that Carolina game if Winston doesn't um, throw that interception to see if see him on a long field goal. But he looks pretty competent at this point. Look, but kickers, you know how that goes, right? Uh, but uh, so far, so far, so good. And the coverage, despite losing some really, really, really good special teams players, okay, some leaders on the special team, and the turnover, putting so many young players on special teams now. Uh, because of the loss of, again, the quality depth on this team because of salary cap implications because of COVID-19, the the coverage has been excellent for the most part. I don't think anybody can look at the special teams group and say that they're not playing well. They are. They are. Coaching, not so much. Look, you can blame it on on the COVID-19 outbreak, but last week's Saints coaching staff plan was flawed, okay? Uh, The ability to adjust on the fly was non-existent. It was, and I started thinking about this the other night, you know, as I went through the game for the second time. Um, it, to me, it was the first time in a long time since a Peyton coach team uh, was unprepared, okay, outcoached. Uh, they looked like the coaching staff from the three straight seven and nine seasons, okay, except Breeze wasn't there to bail them out. Uh, that was frightening last week. Now, we're going to say, let's take it with a grain of salt. You lose eight coaches. Uh, you're still in a situation where, uh, where again, you're, you're displaced. Everything else that's swirling around this team, and maybe you give them a little bit of a break for last week. But remember, ladies and gentlemen, you only get 17, right? You only get 17. And you've got to be prepared and ready to go each and every week. But this was probably the worst performance I've seen from a Saints coaching staff in a long, long time. I kept waiting for them to adjust. There were no adjustments. Uh, if you go back and you look at the and you look at the game again a second time, as a lot of people do now, you know, uh, I'm telling you, the offensive line was atrocious. Uh, I wish I had the opportunity to be able to see again uh, uh, the, the the game tape, so that I could see the 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 situation with uh, again where the receivers are in terms of trying to get separation. And you know, again, because that's very hard to see on on the TV tape, but. Again, the, either it's indecisiveness by the quarterback or, again, guys not getting open. So there's a lot of problems uh, on the offensive side of the ball. And defensively, I think it was just the fact that they just didn't have, uh, they just didn't have their quality players on, on the field. I thought after Carolina lost their first two, the, the offensive linemen, uh, the, uh, and, and, and we started to go to their backups, we started to see more of a pressure uh, from the defensive line. Uh, but, again, uh, it, hopefully, again, we'll start to see some of these players come back. The one thing this team has to be this year is they have to have some semblance of health, and it hasn't happened over the first two weeks of the, se- of the season. Okay, you've seen some critical pieces go down for the team, and, and that that is disheartening right now, considering again the lack of quality depth, or, or let's say proven quality depth on this team. So it's two weeks into the season. You got 15 more games to go. And I, I'm not really sure that the, of the identity of this team is after two weeks. But we're going to see a lot about this team this week. We're going to find out a lot about this version of the New Orleans Saints in a, in a, pro, pro, in a post-Breeze era. Okay? Is this team going to have the type of pride that we've seen Peyton-led teams have, okay, after getting embarrassed by, by a Carolina team that they've dominated? All right? Look, I keep hearing Carolina so great. 
played the New York Jets, and they played, a, again, a wounded and, and shorthanded New Orleans Saints team. We'll see how good they are after a couple more weeks. Okay, I don't know if I'm buying in that uh, again. Carolina's defense is the is the best thing since what the uh, was that the the '85 Chicago Bears because they're first in almost every single category. We shall see. We shall see. Like I said uh, to one of our um, to one of our guests this week, uh, if I had to put money on it, uh, and, and I don't put money often on anything, I'm not a betting man. Uh, they, they're they're going to blast Carolina in the dome the next time they see them. Again, health. Uh, again, uh, let me make that notation. Again, being a healthy team and doing that. Um, I think that everyone on this team is responsible uh, for the beating they got in Charlotte. And I think that now uh, they got a rebound. Arguably, uh, and we say arguably against probably the, I'm not going to say probably, he's the greatest coach in NFL history, okay, in Bill Belichick. And Belichick has probably already dissected this film and knows exactly how he's going to attack this offense and what he's going to do offensively to attack this defense. So, again, they're going to have their work cut out for them. Again, normally after a first quarter of a season is when you find out, again, who you are, who your identity is. So we got two more weeks to kind of figure out who this Saints team is. Hopefully they'll look more like the team they played against Green Bay than the, play, the team that they played against Carolina. All right, we take a break. When we come back, we're going to dive into some Pelicans. Pelicans media day is Monday. They start their training camp next week. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about, again, the upcoming season, what, what they look like, and then we'll, we'll talk LSU at 510, and we'll talk Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans, if we can get to the Pelicans, uh, at 535 with Chris Hagan, Mike Scarborough joins the 510, and up next is I like to sell the bird rights. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Don't forget about the hideout bar. All are open, all are ready for you, and they're all open late. Head on over to an Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. 
Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. If you need to get the word out about your business and the goods and services you have to provide for our community, simply give us a call at 504-581-7002 or log on to nolacumuluscares.com and we will get the word out to the New Orleans area for you. It's very simple. Give us a call at 504-581-7002 and we will get the word out to the New Orleans area for you. Your messages will be heard on air and helping to rebuild our community. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It, it was, was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could, Could I, I have, have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. This half hour brought to you by Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Voted uh, number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Uh, you can get on over there and enjoy a mouth-watering menu with some, uh, something for everyone. And as I've told you so many times, again, uh, amazing mixologists at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Just a great cocktail menu for you, as well as, again, an incredible beer selection. Uh, it's a place where you can go hanging out with the, your family, maybe, again, friends. You want to check out the ball game. Uh, but it's so much more. Some people think, oh, man, it's kind of a sport bar. No, it, actually, it's a great restaurant with a sports bar atmosphere. Uh, it's, it's unique. It's a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Uh, and of course, when I say there's TVs everywhere, over 30 plus TVs, and I mean, you'll never miss a plate TVs in the, in the restroom. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. You go to the restroom in the middle of a play. You're not missing a play over at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant. They're open seven days a week for you. Lunch and dinner, 4101 veterans at Lake Villa. You can check out everything you need to know about Bobby A. Bears, bobbybears.com. And, of course, uh, especially, if, again, if you're a big football fan or a big sports fan, for the Saturday, Sunday, again, now it's Thursdays and Fridays, get yourself a seat, and you'll never miss a play with all the TV screens and all the different games on. That's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's, uh, let's bring on our good friend Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights after a couple weeks' hiatus uh, because, again, jumping into football. But basketball is, is here. Uh, they have media day on, on Monday. And, of course, uh, the, the uh, Pelicans will start their training camp next week. Ali, how are you, bud? I uh, hope everything went well through the storm for you and your family, my friend. 
Yeah, I'm doing great, Eric. It's been a while since I've talked to you, but yeah, everything's shaping up. Everything's kind of coming back to normal. Still waiting for an adjuster to come visit the house. Thankfully, we've only had minimal damage, but there's a long yeah. list, I guess, of clients he's got to get to first. Yeah, well, we're all dealing with that. I mean, I'm, uh, my, my adjuster is scheduled for Sunday, thankfully. Uh, but, uh, yeah, everybody's had that, that situation where you're waiting either on a contractor or adjuster. And I guess the word around here right now is patience, not just with the sports teams, but also, again, just in everyday life. That's true. And you know what? That means that we've had plenty of practice, right, especially if you're yeah. an avid follower of the Pelicans. There you go. There you go. All right, Ollie. Um, I, my, my first question is, uh, how much working out did Zion and Brandon Ingram and the rest of the team do in the offseason? Uh, do you know? I mean, though there was a lot of talk. These guys are going to try to get together and work out. Uh, did that happen? Well, with m- most of the players, we we do have decent knowledge. But as far as Zion, no, it, it's been awfully quiet because he honestly has stayed to himself uh, more so than you would have expected. Because you're right, Eric. The last thing I remember him saying to all of us was that he was going to get together with Brandon Ingram and trying to figure this thing out and, and figure out a way to play better, mesh, and get this team you know, off to a good start this year. And from what I understand, that did not take place. And he spent most of his time out in you know, his area, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, that region. So it's kind of interesting to me. But I'm sure we'll get a lot of good word this coming Monday during media day. We'll have our you know first chance to really talk to him. You know, Ali, I talked a lot about it in our postmortem, and you and I have discussed it over over the, again since the season ended. On again, what he has to do to become a more complete player. There is no doubt, offensively in the paint around the around the rim, he is unstoppable. But he is a one-dimensional player. He's not a he's not a double-digit rebounder, and he should be. Uh, he's not a guy that blocks shots. Uh, he's not a great defender. Uh, he's not even a, he's not even a really good defender at this point in his career, whether that be team defense or one-on-one man-to-man defense. And again, he hasn't developed an outside shot of any in any sort. Even a mid-range at this point uh, would be something that that obviously could could help him in terms of his repertoire. I'm hoping we're going to see something uh, along that lines on the offensive end coming back. But the only way you learn how to play good defense is, again, to be able to play along with your teammates or, again, to, to, to be able to learn the defensive principles. And I'm wondering how he was able to do that if ultimately, again, he was in North Carolina working out on his own. Right. It's difficult to refute anything you've said. I mean, just take Anthony Davis, for example. In his first summer, uh, after his first season with the rookie, rookie season with the Pelicans, he worked on added a nice jumper, right, mid-range jumper. And he seemed to add something every year. And that's usually what these – great superstars, generational-type talents do. They, they reinvent themselves a little bit or just add something to their game. And, you know, Zion, he's going to be going into year three, and he's largely the same player as he was in his very first game in his rookie season. You know, having said that, though, we've got to go – also have to acknowledge that he was injured far too often in his first yes. year. So he's played a total of, what, 80-some-odd games. And, of course, this pandemic going on has probably somewhat limited him and the team, and whatever else he's probably desired to do, whether, you know, just getting on the court or having to deal with stuff off the court, family-related, you name it. Because I've heard a lot of players, they have been uh, deviated from their usual, um, you know, workouts, exercises, routines. And so, yeah, you've you got to always keep that in the back of your mind. But having said that, you're right. Zion supposedly has had a full, healthy offseason. You hope to see that he's at least added something, whether it's an off- a couple more offensive moves in the paint, 
some kind of small mid-range jumper, just a little bit to stretch the defense, make sure they're not all camping underneath the rim. And you're right, work on that quickness and keep the weight down so you can be just a quicker, better defender. Because I'll tell you what, that guy at Duke, we still haven't seen him. We haven't seen the guy that can make a difference on both ends of the court. And you mm-hmm. largely have to wonder why. Because at his age and his athletic ability, there should be no reason he can't do it in the NBA level. Dude should be a double-double guy every, every single night. I mean, at the, at the very least. You know, again, um, you know, I use Barkley as an example. That's a guy that came into the league, and again, he was he played with a very, very good team, so scoring wasn't something he was going to get a lot. Nobody was, again, setting him up with the ball. Uh, so, again, he, he said that every single night he was going to go out and he was going to get at least double-digit rebounds. Uh, Zion should be getting double-digit rebounds, period, the end. I mean, that's what he should be averaging. Uh, I, I am a little concerned, and, I'm, and, and I'll be honest with you, I, I'm hoping to hear again from him why he was estranged from the team this, uh, this offseason. Well, this is a huge offseason uh, for this team going forward to try to take the next step to be a perennial playoff team. That, that, is, that, is, that is troubling. But with that said, your thoughts on the moves made by David Griffin and Trajan Langdon to rebuild this team back this season, uh, what are your thoughts on, on, on how they have done thus far? Um, I'll start by saying it's my favorite addition that we're going to see in the Griffin era, even though they don't have the same top tier talent, like for instance, Drew Holiday that we, they had in the first year. Um, I like this team better around Brandon Ingram and Zion. I feel like, you know, they did what they needed to do this last summer. And that is of course, move off the guys that were detriments, none bigger than Eric Bledsoe. Steven Adams also was not a help, did not fit at all. Of course, you finally relieve yourself of J.J. Redick, who was just awful, Nicolo Melli, you know, certain guys on the bench, um, and, and you replace them with younger guys, hungry guys. And we saw a lot of that in the summer league. And I've heard that Devontae Graham is kind of in that same mold, and we saw what Jonas Valanciunas does. He seemingly has gotten better every year. So he, he's right in the midst of his prime. And, and the fact that he looks for offense, understands the offensive flow on the court, as well as can make shots from pretty much anywhere, that's going to bode well. So I just think in general, when you just look at this roster top to bottom, Pelicans are much better fit now to play through injury, to basically play through a longer schedule, which you're going to have to, right? Now we're going to have 82 games again. So I like it from that standpoint. The biggest question, of course, Eric, it's all unproven, right? You're going to now have to rely on saying to kill Alexander Walker, maybe to even be a starter. Same thing with Jackson Hayes. If something happens to Jonas Valanciunas, he's going to have to step up and play big minutes and produce, as well as, you know, go down the list. We know Josh Hart, what he can do, but the rest of the guys, Najee Marshall, Kyra Lewis, you know, everybody's going to have to show improvement if this team's truly to take that next step and make the play-in tournament at a minimum. Well, and it's expected, right? I mean, look, both Jackson Hayes and Nikhil Alexander-Walker have had their time to be able to sit and watch and then now get to get a chance to be able to play some. You expect them now to play like veterans uh, going into this season. Same can be said for Zion. Uh, you look at the situation of Kyra Lewis. He got more playing time than was expected last season. You expect him to make the next step this year. The question is going to be how much of an impact can a Trey Murphy have this year coming in in his rookie year? You know, you would think the logical answer is with any rookie, unless they're like Zion Williamson or maybe John Morant, you know, a true superstar or one that's in the making of, that likely most rookies will not make a positive impact in their rookie season. But with Trey, you know, after that summer league showing, I've got really a lot of hope that he could step into, say, maybe a Buddy Heald type of role where after Buddy, you know, maybe for the first month or so really was trying to just get his feet wet, couldn't really find his game, suddenly the shot. It came around. He really helped the Pelicans before he got traded to the Kings. And so I'm hoping Trey can shine by, you know, adding some defense and that outside jumper for Willie Green off the bench. So 
maybe if he could carve out in two months' time a 20 to 24-minute role, that would be fantastic. And I think that's really within the realm of possibility. If he is not the long-range scorer, uh, that the Pelicans were trying to acquire. We heard Buddy Hill. We heard a lot of different names out there. Who takes that role with this team? You know, that, that's, that's the painful part, Eric. They're going to need people to step up and show massive improvement. You know Brandon Ingram can drill the jumpers from long range. Same thing with Devontae Graham. But really, past just those two players, everything's a question mark. You hope Najee Marshall can produce maybe at the Josh Hart level, right? Some games he's really good. Other games, well, he's not making them. But he's going to end up around 34 35% for the season. No, the one I've got circled is, again, Nikhil. I, I think he's got that potential to shoot close to, you know, 38 39%. Because in his rookie season, he was very good in just catch and shoot. Last year, he wavered some, but he had his decent stretches. And overall, I thought he played much better at the end of the season than he did at the start despite that ankle injury. So, like I said, I'm hoping something's building for him to where it's all going to click because they're going to need that. Because you're right, Eric, when you just look at what these guys have done in, in the past, mm-hmm. there's, there's not enough guys that shoot the long ball capably well where you can rely on them and say, well, Pelicans are going to be just fine. No, it's a huge, scary question mark for this team. Willie Green is learning on the job. He's a rookie head coach. We can talk about, again, the, the teams that he's been with, who he may have learned under, but he's a rookie head coach. And he's going to go into this, again, much like I've compared it to what we've seen up in LSU with Jake Pease and Deontay Jones, Durante Jones, coordinators for the first time trying to learn on the job. It is difficult to do that, especially in the NBA. Your expectations of Willie Green? Yeah, so I'm going to compare it to Stan Van Gundy last year. Stan had stepped away from coaching for a while. And it showed when he got back in the first, what, month month or so uh, stretch of games, he was making some mistakes. And nothing shined bigger than that loss to the Indiana Pacers where had somebody called timeout, including Stan, they would have won a game in Indiana. But that was a crucial, you know, a, a hurtful, disappointing loss. And so there was mistakes kind of like that made by Stan. Well, I don't expect Willie to make those since he's been on the sidelines, especially actively over these last two years with Monty and Phoenix. But the thing is, he's now going to be responsible, right, for the rotations, for everything that's going out there in the court. So he's never been in that position before. He's always, you know, of course, been sitting under a head coach, although he probably follows the game. Can he do it for a full 48 minutes, right, be on top of everything every single second, or at least rely on your uh, associates and and your assistants to be able to uh, help you out along those ways? We're going to find out. I'm really hoping that Mike D'Antoni – even though he's going to be kind of a roving consultant. Yes. So he's here in person for maybe the majority of the first two months. Because I think Willie Green's going to need that. I think anytime you're a rookie head coach, Eric, you know, you think you're ready for the job. No matter how long you've been in the NBA, there's always new things you can learn. So hopefully they won't be too much. And, you know, we got to give it. Willie Green's acumen is of the highest. When you, whenever you talk to anybody that's come across him or worked with him. So there's that. But we truly won't know right until we get to the games. No doubt about it. Uh, final question, uh, when you look at, uh, at at the situation right now with this team, it's got to be playoffs or bust, right? Yes, <laughs> that's an easy question. I think Zion cannot miss his playoffs in his third year. There's been a lot of stars that have had to wait just a little bit, but usually by their third season, they're in. Anthony Davis, Giannis, LeBron, they all made it in their third season. So I, I'm pretty sure that Zion's well aware of it, and his parents, got to believe, definitely are. No doubt. Ali, thanks for the time today. Looking forward to our weekly conversations on the Pelicans. Tell the folks about the bird rights and how they can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Thanks again, Eric. You can follow all our work 
along over at SB Nation. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. And you can follow us along under the same Facebook and Twitter handles. We've also got a new podcast out for you. Beautiful. Thanks, Ali. Check in with you next week. At Ali Cassell on um, Twitter. And, of course, I'm Eric Asher. We're uh, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, and we'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10. Better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. As all of us in New Orleans continue on the road to recovery, Diamonds Direct is proud to help, and we've only just begun. Through September, we're donating a portion of proceeds from all local purchases to benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force, Second Harvest Food Bank, and our Employee Relief Fund. We're also offering to waive all finance fees for a limited time. Choose any jewelry item or engagement ring and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Visit us on Severn Avenue or DiamondsDirect.com for more info. New Orleans, we're not going to let Ida slow us down, and we're proud to stand by you during these challenging times. By texting 64,000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Ucora. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. TNC and privacy policy found at Ucora.com slash TNC. UTIs are the worst. One year, I had eight UTIs. If you get UTIs, you understand how awful this cycle is. I was taking all the precautions, and cranberry products just didn't work. It was hard on me and my husband. I hated seeing her in pain, and I wanted to help. We're Jenna and Spencer, founders of Eucora. With my background in biochemistry and our shared frustration over UTIs, we were inspired to start Eucora. We make UTI relief products and innovative urinary tract supplements that give you a way to be proactive. At Eucora, we've helped over 200,000 people get their lives back. We have a money-back guarantee so you can try risk-free. If you're not happy, you'll get a full refund. You have nothing to lose. Try Eucora today. Get 30% off Eucora when you text HEALTH to 64000. Text HEALTH. Health to 64,000 to get 30% off. That's H E A L T H to 64000. 
All right, welcome back. I want to thank Alec Gassel, the Bird Rights, for joining us on the program. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Look, the AC went out, and now you need a new one. Boy, nothing worse. Like, I'm, I had to deal with it with a refrigerator and a freezer, right? Uh, brand new in a freezer uh, because the, uh, the even though the, the refrigerator and freezer that we had were, were uh, in really good shape, pretty much almost brand new, uh, you know, again, because of the um, – because of the power outage, boom, again, we're, we're done. we got, we got to get a new one. And, and the prices were up. Let me tell you something right now. Burkhardt's going to do everything they can to be able to find, find something in your price range for you. Also ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Uh, the, the service before and after the sale, second to none. Okay, uh, whether, again, you need service or, again, you just need uh, you, you need some some advice on what's going on with, with the system as well. Uh, family owned and operated since 1989. Nate certified technicians, 15 trucks in the field. So if you need service, they're there for you. And, of course, treating your home like their home when they come and install that system. Again, they are the experts. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hey, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Don't forget about the Hideout Bar. All are open now. All are open late for you. Uh, Oceana Breakfast, Lunch, and Dinner. Uh, the rest of the, uh, their sister restaurants for lunch and dinner. Get on over there and enjoy a great meal at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Coming up in hour number two, Mike Scarborough joins at 510 Talking LSU. Chris Hagan at 535 from Fox 8 Sports. He'll talk everything with us. So I would move. Yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
We're gonna be here all day. We're gonna be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Our man, Eric Asher. Oh, no, too. Nick Sign New Orleans brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. Of course, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, and of course, the Mothership, Oceana Grill. Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter voted top 10 U.S. restaurant by Everyday Dining. They're open seven days a week for you. I'm telling you, if you love breakfast, and I love a good breakfast, uh, you got to try Oceanus Breakfast. I'm talking spectacular breakfast. And they start at 8 a.m. and go all the way to 1 p.m. with their breakfast, so it's a late breakfast. Lunch starts about 10 a.m., and again, it goes all, all the way until 4 p.m., and then dinner service starts from 4 p.m. goes to 1 a.m. I've talked about this in the past. The only time, Oceana, Oceana there's somebody at that building 24 hours a day because even when they close, Again, by the time they clean up, get ready, set for the next the next day, it's 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. And, again, they're open back up at 8. So, again, uh, Oceana Grill, staying open late, opening up early for you in the morning, and there's something for everyone on their menu. When you get to lunch and dinner, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Um, also, the cocktails, amazing, just amazing cocktails, great beer selection for you. Uh, you can dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard, which I've said so many times, and it's so true. I mean, it's beautiful during the daytime, but, I mean, you go there at night i'm telling you it is a spectacular sight uh the oceana the oceana um uh courtyards also uh they've got five private dining rooms uh in which to have your next event they can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests or again you can dine there uh again when they get really busy they open up those dining rooms to be able to dine in but if not again your event and think about your event having a great event at oceana with all the hospitality oceana is going to bring the food the drinks their fantastic staff and then there's steps away from bourbon street you're not that far from frenchman street so the party can continue so it is a great place to have your next event family friendly but again it's a great place for date night maybe again uh friends out for for a night out or, or, or again, even again, I've seen many times doing my uh, remotes there. A lot of business meetings again going on over at Oceana, whether it's breakfast or lunch or dinner. So again, get on over there and check out Oceana Grill. Uh, you can check out everything you need to know, including again on- online delivery at oceanagrill.com. Remember, there is construction going on on Conti, but there's a way to go right into Oceana Grill. Uh, Oceana Grill uh, is the best time off Bourbon Street. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. All right. Coming up uh, in just a couple seconds, it's going to be uh, Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. We're going to talk some LSU with him. Uh, also, at uh, this hour, we'll have uh, Chris Hagan of Fox 8 Sports. We'll talk some Saints, L- uh, LSU, and Tulane. If we have some time, we'll get to the Pelicans with him. But we may be under time constraints and have to pick that up another time with Chris. But we'll get his take on what's happened uh, thus far in the first couple weeks of the season. Without further ado, let's bring on again Mike Scarborough, who does a fantastic job. Uh, for TigerBait.com, covering the LSU Tigers. Every single sport, he's all over it. And, of course, when it comes to recruiting, second to none. Mike, welcome to the program. Hey, glad, glad to be with you, Mike, uh, first question out the box. How healthy is this LSU team uh, going into Mississippi State? Well, we started getting hit yesterday uh, uh, evening that uh, possibly Stingley uh, injured himself at practice yesterday. So. Oh. Uh, we're supposed to get Ed Orgeron in about 20 minutes, uh, and I'm sure that's going to be asked of him. So, um, 
hopefully he's okay and he'll be able to go on Saturday because, uh, as you remember, he didn't play in last year's game. So yes, um, this is a very much this is very much a must-win game for LSU. They can not afford to uh, not be at 100 percent this weekend. Get the win because um, you're looking at that schedule and who's doing what and how they're looking and. If you lose this game this weekend, where, where, where are the SEC wins going to come from that you can mm-hmm. that you can say are guaranteed wins? Uh, they're not, they wouldn't be there. Mike, uh, Andre Anthony was injured in, in, in last week's game against Central Michigan. He's out for the season. Uh, there's been talk Mason Smith will move to the outside. Look, he's been a terror on the inside. It'll be interesting to see again how he plays on the outside. Based on you watching him in high school, is he a guy that can swing outside and be effective? I, I think he can. Um but you know, you you, you want to get uh, Ali Gay a hundred percent, and you want to get uh, uh, you know B.J. Ojolari to keep uh, building on what he showed uh, last week, and he's SEC defensive in, uh, defensive lineman of the week. But uh, no, Mason, uh, you know, from what we've seen from him so far, he's been you know your third down pass rush guy. But mm-hmm. uh, can he elevate himself and be an every down guy? We talked about this a little bit over the last couple of weeks, especially, again, with the problems along the offensive line. Much better last week in terms of, again, um, uh, getting the, the play in quicker. Uh, we saw, again, a little bit more of an RPO game out of, out of uh, Max Johnson. Uh, that all kind of bode bode well for, again, against Central Michigan. But it's SEC time now. You're stepping up in class. Can, can this team be a one-dimensional passing team in the SEC we have not seen many successful teams be able to do that in the SEC, but based on, again, the offensive line not being able to open up holes for the running game, that, that may have to be their forte. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, look, you, you want to see the running game get better every week. Uh, certainly like what we saw out of Corey Connor last week. Yes, sir. Um, and want to keep building on that. Uh, Armani Goodwin looks like he's about to be healthy again. Um, we're waiting to find out what the status of uh, um, on John Emery's going to be and his appeal. So, um, but look, man, if you can score points and, and, and it ends up being where you have to throw the ball uh, the majority of the time and that's how you get it done, then so be it. Um, and, and, and you, other than some uh, blown coverages, for the most part, the last two weeks, the LSU defense has pitched shutouts. So I agree. If that, if that group continues to get better every week, uh, you know, I, 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 th- I think you can put some wins together, but you just it, this business with guys getting injured and, 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 and some of these things that we're seeing and they, they're happening in practice uh, and it's been going on since August. I mean, this, this stuff's got to mm-hmm. stop. And it, what I'm getting is that the majority of the guys that you're uh, – I'm not going to say the majority. A good number of the guys that you're seeing that haven't been playing because of uh, injuries – is because they're overtraining. They're doing the work at LSU, and then they're going home and doing more work. They're not giving wow. their bodies time enough to rest. Well, that's something you would think the training staff would be all over, right? I mean, they again, are. explaining to they them that them, the body needs time to rest or you're going to break down. They tell them, they tell them, they tell them, and they don't listen. Hmm. There's wow, that's not good. That fall, there's three or four kids that fall into that category. And these are guys that are either starters or guys that are getting a lot of playing time? Yes. And a couple of Ballyhoo yeah, freshmen. 
Right. That doesn't bode well. Yeah, hamstring. Looking at this team based off – Look at these team based off the first three weeks of the season. And, of course, you got to almost throw uh, McNeese and Central Michigan out because they're not up to, again, uh, uh, top-level SEC or even, again, Pac-12-type teams. Strengths and weaknesses of this team going into Mississippi State? Well, I think the, the strength is the passing game. I, I think the defensive line is starting to look like it, it could be, uh, even though you have the, the setback with, with Andre Anthony. And it looks like that could be a unit that's everything we thought it could be with all the sacks they're generating. Um, you know, still linebackers, uh, you know, what, what's your deal there? You're getting your safeties back. Uh, Jay Ward's back at practice this week. So I think your passing game, um, I think there's a whole lot to be excited about with the, the, the strength of the team being your youth. Uh, you know, Corey Connor in that spin move last week looked like uh, Claude Edwards Hilaire. Yes, he did. Um, uh, so, but what you're seeing with Jack Besh and Deion Smith and Brian Thomas and 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 so far, knock on wood, you, you haven't seen any of these true freshmen uh, turn the ball over or put the ball on the ground or, or or look like freshmen. So, if I'm Max Johnson, and look, Max Johnson's the strength. I mean, other than that last mm-hmm. interception that he threw, which I didn't understand why he was still in the game. I just knew that Nussmeyer was going to be in on that series. You're up 42 points. Why was he in the game at that point? Um, so, you know, you take that off of his uh, his stat line, and, 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 I mean, he's one of the top performers in the SEC at the quarterback spot. Mm-hmm. Even with the interception, he was that. Right. No, he's played well, and the stats bear it out. The stats bear out on how well he's played, and, and again, now at least the coordinator is doing is doing him favors by again not uh, again having the, uh, the 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 slow tempo and not allowing him to do what he does does best, which is again the RPO game, which will keep te- keep defenses again on their toes uh, based on this offense. And the the, the biggest question mark, as we know, is the offensive line at this point. And again, are they going to be able to stand up against defensive lines and the SEC? And we'll find that out this weekend. The other thing mike and i gotta ask this question look they they got embarrassed by mississippi state last last year we've heard ed ogeron say they worked on this all off season long are we going to see a different defense out there that's going to be able to curtail again the air raid offense um i i i think lsu's going to fare better but that that doesn't mean that uh, mike leach doesn't have some uh, uh, some new wrinkles cooked up and certainly he's going to want to exploit the middle of the field and, uh, and, and look, he, they're going to get theirs. They're going to, they're going to score some points. They're going to get some yards. Um, but I, I don't know that he's going to have the success that he had last year. Um, but, again, we also need to find out if uh, Stingley's going to be there on Saturday or we're going to see McLaughlin. That's a huge drop-off if Stingley's not going to be there. There's no doubt about that. That's for sure. How about the linebacking core? Have you, have you seen a um, – a maturity there over the last couple of weeks because they did not look look good at all against um, against uh, UCLA. Yeah, I, I I think they're getting better. I mean, basketball uh, Baskerville looks good. Um, uh, you know, I, I like what you're seeing out uh, out of out of, out of several, several others. Um, I, I mean, every time I look up, Baskerville's making a tackle. So. Um, I think they have some solutions there, but uh, that that defensive front certainly making them making it easier for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What do, you, what, do you, what do you anticipate this weekend against Mississippi State? Look, I mean, look, that, that, was, that was a drubbing. That was embarrassment there. And, and again, I, I think, again, still even some of the fans are still smarting from, from, from that, uh, that beatdown last, last year. And, look, uh, it really kind of started the tail of the tape on Ogeron, uh, you know, uh, putting the 2019 championship in the rearview mirror and, and, and the realization that this is, a, this is a team that has dropped off with, again, the, uh, the, the attrition and, and, and loss of, team, of players to graduation last season, even the COVID-19 season, and it really hasn't shown a lot, of, um, uh, a lot of success so far this season. So, again, talk to me about, about Mississippi State and, and what you think is going to happen on Saturday. Um, I, I think LSU is going to win the football game, but if they don't, and that's an 11 a.m. kickoff. We, we start doing our post-game show at about 30 to 40 minutes afterwards, and, and I can't imagine how salty and toxic uh, that w- would be if LSU fails to win this game because, like I said, uh, you know, later in the, uh, it, it, right after LSU ends their game, you're seeing Arkansas and Texas A&M at 2.30. Right. Uh, you know, Arkansas was picked to be at the bottom of, of the West along with Mississippi State, and, and now look at them. They're in the top 25 that they beat Texas A&M in Arlington Saturday, you know, how, how, how uh, difficult does that all of a sudden look for LSU? Mm-hmm. At Kentucky, Auburn next week at 8 p.m. Uh, we know what Alabama looks like, um, the, you know, even against Florida. Uh, of course, Florida blew that one uh, in typical fashion. But, yeah, I, 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 they better take care of business, Eric, because if, if they don't, it, it's going to be a long season. And uh, there's, there's, some, there's some dominoes that can fall. And um, uh, I, I don't know that uh, Scott Woodward does a, an Oliva and gives, uh, uh, you know, Orgeron a, a Sunday to remember like uh, Oliva gave uh, Les Miles after the Auburn mm-hmm. loss. Um, but uh, it's, it, it could make for a long year because I, I don't, I, there's no way in my mind you come close to meeting expectations are getting what you need to to hope to save your job. There you go. Mike, tell the folks about the, about the site, the post-game show. Of course, the show you guys got on, on, on Thursday night as well. Uh, it's really, really doing well on YouTube and how folks can follow you on social media. Yes, they go to TigerBait.com. We've got it all for you there. We, we start our post-game show on YouTube. It's, our channel's LSU Tigers on TigerBait. And uh, we've got a, a show on Tuesday night, Wednesday night, uh, I moved my show to Wednesday nights because I'm usually okay. going to high school games on Thursday nights. And um, so, yeah, it's uh, our, our YouTube channel's taken off, and um, we're loading video up there every day. So if you're an LSU fan, you want to check that out. And our post-game show, we start about 30 to 45 minutes after the game ends, and uh, we've been getting bigger and bigger audiences every week. Because you do a great job, my friend. Thanks so much for your time, as always. Looking forward to talk, talk to you again next week. Hey, anytime, Eric. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. That's uh, at Scarborough Mike on Twitter. That's TigerBait.com. Folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. A lot of folks now are in the market for a generator. Look, you can go to a lot of places for a, for a generator in this town. There, there's no doubt about it. But you're looking for service before and after the sale. You know, a, a company that's going to stand behind that work and going to do the work that's necessary, right? Uh, you know, following all the guidelines of the city and state on, again, how to install that generator. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, they are your generator sales and service experts. Uh, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator to power up your home or your business when the electricity goes down. Single-day installs. They'll put you on the calendar. You get a single-day install. 
Also, financing available generator. You can pay that over time. A lot of folks, again, saying, man, I, I need a generator. I want a generator. But, you know, who, who's got that kind of money to put it all up front? You don't have to. You can finance that over time. Also, what Burkhardt does for everything that they install for their customers, the new install quality check after one month, they're coming over with their Nate certified technicians, going to make sure, again, that you're comfortable with the, the system on how to work it, et cetera. And, of course, when you need service, they got you covered. Remember, 100 hours of utilizing your generator, and then you need to service that generator. And a lot of people utilize that generator over 100 hours just uh, during the last storm season. Are you kidding me? So it's time to be able to get out there and get it serviced. Burkhardt can do that for you. 24-7, 365 emergency service, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. Generator sales and service, who are the experts? It's Burkhardt. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Marty McFly mornings, the best country for the North Shore all day. And the conversations New Orleans are having every afternoon happens on 1061 Nash Icon and online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast. What's the deal? $1.99 breakfast croissants. Right now at Wendy's, you can get a sausage or bacon egg and Swiss croissant for just $1.99. Fresh cracked eggs, oven baked bacon, grilled sausage, all on a hot, buttery, flaky croissant. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Keep in mind that on 10 eastbound at the Bonnet Carey Spillway, the left lane remains blocked due to emergency repairs. Look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past I-55 to the 310. Also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are heavy from Elysian Fields to Canal, and then delays pick back up from Causeway to the airport. Delays are heavy if you're traveling along on the 610 on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge, and on the westbound side, from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Delays are solid if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection and the West Bank Expressway coming into the city from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also look out for delays on the westbound side from on along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. 
Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. When you needed your mom, she was always there with the Vicks VapoRub. Its soothing scent calmed you back then, and it still does today. Awaken those childhood memories with the care and comfort of Vicks VapoRub. Trusted for generations. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby B.S. Cajun Cannon Restaurant, uh, don't forget also about the hideout bar, all part of, of again, the Oceana family of restaurants. All are open. All are open late. Uh, all but Oceana are open for lunch and dinner. Oceana's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So get out there and enjoy a great meal at the Oceana family of restaurants. Um, a couple things happened uh, with the uh, New Orleans City Council yesterday. City Council passed a bunch of measures uh, talking about probing and investigating energy. Uh, Energy C, Energy New Orleans CEO came in and sat before uh, before the council yesterday. Uh, they had some uh, uh, public uh, uh, comments that were there. She got up and left for most of it. Did come back, uh, but the council is going to do some investigation into again uh, the the breakdown of the energy system, uh, and uh, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, there were the the Public Service Commission was supposed to take this up yesterday, but uh, believe it or not, they're still they're still doing stuff on Zoom. And uh, they, they somehow, again, there was a porno flick that, that actually uh, broke into the, uh, to the Zoom calls and ultimately the, the table, the, uh, uh, the, the meeting. So, again, no word on ultimately, again, what they're going to do in terms of investigation into energy. Although we did hear uh, from the uh, chairman of, of, of the, of the uh, Public Service Commission uh, that they were going to do an extensive investigation into energy. Uh, also, that's Energy Louisiana now, not Energy New Orleans. Remember, Energy New Orleans is, is regulated by the city council. Energy Louisiana regulates, again, for all the rest of the parishes who are serviced by energy uh, and get their power from energy. So we'll see, again, uh, you know, how that investigation goes into, again, why the, uh, why the system broke down. Well, in, in some cases where, again, they said it was 150-mile-an-hour winds that it could withstand. In some cases, you were talking 80, 90, 100-mile-an-hour winds, and it still broke down. Uh, the biggest question that I have, and I think this has to be a focus on the part of both of these bodies, is we started off with 14 transmission lines before Katrina, and by the time we got to Ida, we had eight. And then all eight of those broke down. And there has to be an investigation into why those transmission lines were not put back in the service on top of, again, the, the transmission towers that, that, again, were rusted and broke down, uh, as, as well as, again, the New Orleans East power plant. I mean, there are so many, again, facets to what needs to be looked at in, in terms of energy uh, going forward. Uh, and I'll say it again, as I said yesterday, we cannot be held hostage by energy 
Energy New Orleans or Energy Louisiana simply because they're the only Fortune 500 company domiciled in New Orleans, one of two, CenturyLink, the other, that's domiciled in Louisiana. Again, just because they're domiciled in our city and and they they do, and look... (laughs) Uh, it's not easy to say this. They do employ 3,200 people. They give a tremendous amount of money to charity. They support our, our pro basketball and football teams. All great things that all corporate good, that all corporate Fortune 500 companies do in the city they're domiciled in. But we cannot just accept that and say, okay, at least we've got them as a Fortune 500 company and, and, and accept second-rate service. Nor can we continue in a situation where the preventive maintenance plan for them is storm restoration charges on the weaknesses of their system each and every time a storm comes through uh, during storm season. And again, the, the IE, uh, the case in point on that is what happened with Zeta and Delta last year. We're talking about minimal hurricanes that, again, that put the lights out in most of the metropolitan area for, for again, days and weeks. So uh, they need to be put under, under a microscope. The other thing that the city council has taken up is, again, the situation with Metro Services, uh, in which, again, the the administration and and also the council should have fired Metro Services long before Ida uh, came across our shoreline. Uh, they were having issues in terms of getting the garbage picked up that is, that is, that is festered now. In some cases, some neighborhoods had had their garbage picked up in, in a month before Ida came across. And now, as we all know, uh, those, are, those of us that live in South Louisiana that were affected by Ida and, and, of course, the long power outages because of energy, what happened? You know, again, your, all your food spoiled in your freezer and, and, and your refrigerator. So that's compounded now on the streets of New Orleans in neighborhoods all over with, again, having this, this food that is rotting out in front of your, um, uh, in front of your home. The, the, the mayor put up a, a transfer station on the Legion Fields. There were mechanical breakdowns on the, on the transfer station yesterday. So here you got citizens lined up in a line to be able to dump their garbage at a transfer station, and the transfer station has to close because, again, uh, it's old, antiquated, outdated, and it was kind of thrown together at the last minute. This Mardi Gras-type um, uh, um, trash pickup, uh, that they've got going on right now supposedly is working, but it's moving much slower than was anticipated. My question is, again, why wasn't that done when, when Metro was having issues in terms of picking up the garbage, and now you're doing this in the aftermath of Ida with so much debris that's going on uh, in every single parish in our community. But right now in Orleans, they're suffering because you can't get the garbage picked up. Let me tell you something. It's tough enough to deal with, with again, every day living in this city right now uh, without having, again, step out of your house and have a 1,000 flies go in your house because the garbage hadn't been picked up in a, in a month and a half. Uh, having gone that smell. Look, I talked about it the other day. At the bottom of my computer, I've got I've got time, temperature, and air quality. Last week at this time, the air quality was polluted. I've never seen that before. Why? Because of the rotting garbage all over our city. Something's got to be done. Metro has to be taken to task for this. Again, moving on, fire them and move on to another company. And uh, the people of the city deserve better in terms of, again, the service they're getting, in terms of getting the trash pickup, which is, again, a necessity in any type of city unless you're going to be third world. And let's hope, again, uh, the mayor understands where we are in, ter- in terms of getting this trash picked up. And the other thing is, again, holding energy accountable uh, for not just the aftermath of this storm, but the aftermath of the storms of the past. And, look, I'm going to bring this up a little bit later on, maybe tomorrow or Monday. Uh, as I mentioned yesterday, it was a great article on WWNO, uh, 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 the, the NPR, in which I put on my Facebook page that, that talks about how much money we paid in storm restoration fees over the last seven or eight storms. 
There's no reason why the system shouldn't be pristine when it comes to energy. And people like myself, citizens out there, we need to continue to hold them accountable and not them, let them again uh, move into, again, the back pages of the newspaper or, again, forget about them because of our, in our 24-hour news cycle. We must demand better service. We deserve better service. All right. We'll take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by Chris Hagan of Fox 8 Sports. Uh, we'll talk to him about Saints, LSU, Tulane. Hopefully we get to the Pelicans as well. Uh, this half hour is brought to you by Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of what I'm telling you is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Uh, beautiful restaurant, uh, again, that with, bar, with bars on every single floor. Uh, you've got uh, Cajun Creole cuisine that is absolutely fantastic. Cocktails that are second to done. You can dine in their authentic, authentic French Quarter Courtyard. How about, again, on their Bourbon Street balcony? Or, yes, go to, again, uh, the, uh, and experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. It's the only one of its kind. The sight lines are incredible. It's the perfect uh, getaway for, again, a, 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 a date night, maybe, again, an opportunity to get out there with friends, maybe have your next event, or just a delicious meal with your family. It's Mambo's. They're open seven days a week uh, for lunch and dinner. You can order online at mambonola.com. Also, again, right next door is the Hideout Bar. Uh, it's an authentic French Quarter courtyard setting, but also a bar inside as well. Uh, great food, drinks, and always live music every single night. Get on out there and enjoy a great night at Mambo's and the Hideout Bar, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. 
for air conditioning this season? Trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hahn Roofing has been in business throughout Louisiana for over 32 years. Today I come to you with a warning. There's a lot of people walking up the streets and they're promising the world. If it sounds too good to be true, I'm guessing it probably is. I would suggest that you try to use Louisiana contractors. I think there's plenty of us here and that we can handle this work. We just handled Lake Charles. Call us today for a free estimate at 504-737-2228. Hey folks, welcome back to Inside New Orleans Sports. Inside New Orleans, don't forget about Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Jeff Duncan of Fox 8, and also uh, NewOrleans.com is my guest. We cover Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans. That's coming up at six o'clock on WLAE TV. Uh, so check that out. It'll also be on our on our social media platforms uh, again uh, shortly, uh, uh, probably probably about six thirty or so. Uh, this evening. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire. Look, I told you, I've been telling you all week long it happened to me, right? Brand new tires got tire from Southern Tire, got put on the vehicle as we were getting ready to evacuate on the Saturday before the storm. Come back to New Orleans, drive it around. Next thing you know, boom, nailing my tire. I mean, I'm telling you, how frustrating is that? Tire was flat as a pancake. Brought it over to Southern Tires, talking to Tony Piazza. Tony says, look, Eric, he goes, this is nothing new. He goes, it's been like this ever since we came back from the storm. It's a lot like after Katrina. With so many roofs that went down, so there's, uh, again, so many, uh, 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 so much stuff that's going to the dump, it's, you can guarantee there's going to be nails on the street, and you're going to get a flat. If you get a flat, I don't want you to get excited. I don't want you to get upset. Bring it on over to Southern Tire. They're either going to repair that tire for you, or if you need new tires, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, something that can fit every single person's budget out there. They're not just going to sell you the high end or the low end. There's something for everybody over at Southern Tire. And ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment you got at the dealerships, and, of course, truly a company you can trust when it comes to your vehicle. You don't stick around since 1972 unless you're doing something right. That's Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday. Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Uh, 737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie. Joining us on the program now, our good friend, uh, uh, Chris Hagan of Fox 8 Sports. Chris, how are you, bud? Doing well, man. How are you? Doing great, Chris. Chris, wow. Uh, what a difference a couple of weeks make, right? I mean, Green Bay first week, Saints look like world beaters. Carolina, they look they look like a team that's vying for the first overall pick. We know that, again, it usually takes the first quarter of a season before you really find out what a team is all about. But what are your thoughts on the Saints thus far this season? It's been really odd, like you said, to have two polar opposite weeks. But at the same time, um, maybe, you know, the, the result was obviously a lot different. But I think what's clear, even in that first game, if you really look at it, is, is I think Jameis Winston and Sean Payton are still kind of feeling each other out. They were so dominant against Green Bay that Jameis wasn't asked to do that much. Um, they obviously, uh, they rushed the ball, I think, 38 times maybe and, um, you know, kept the game plan relatively simple because uh, it didn't have to be uh, too, he, he didn't have to be too risky because they were playing with a lead for most of that game. Um, and then obviously you weren't able to be conservative in this last game playing from behind. And um, we found out, I mean, it looked like their first time going through adversity together. It looked like, you know, just a football team that didn't have the continuity of the last, you know, half a decade or so, like most of this roster has, has together. So I think it's still very much a feeling out period for 
Um, a number of guys on offense, and especially when you throw in Cesar Ruiz at center, it, it's a lot of things that can get mixed up with new responsibilities. And clearly, uh, that was the worst-case scenario that we saw on Sunday against the Panthers. The most surprising thing is the play of the offensive line, which has really been a, a mainstay for this team. And, Chris, you and I have talked about this on the TV and the radio show. Once Drew Brees did so many things pre-staff that most fans didn't even see or realize, getting the, the, the putting the line calls out there, getting the team out of a bad uh, out of a bad play pre-snap. Uh, again, the ability to get the ball out quickly uh, to a receiver, throwing receivers open. I mean, these are all things that took time for him to be able to uh, to do within this offense that was created in collaboration for him by Peyton and him. This offensive line was atrocious last week. Going back and looking at the game a second time, I can't tell you how many times two and three guys are doing nothing but blocking air. Do you think that is an anomaly, or are we going to see a lot of that going forward? Because let's face it, it's a copycat league. We're going to see every team try to do what Carolina did to the Saints and see if that's going to work for them. What do you anticipate happening? Well, I I do anticipate more teams trying what Carolina did and mixing up the blitz looks and bringing some zone pressures and things like that but at least this week I would expect the Saints to be on top of it that was such an embarrassing performance and a lopsided performance that the best part about it is you're not going to let yourself get caught off guard like that a second week in a row so I would expect them to, to have that um, at the top of the priority list of things to address and you kind of mentioned it there this offensive line is too good to have a performance like that that tells me that it was just something as Sean Fazan and I said on the podcast earlier today structurally wrong with the plan and how you were going about um, protecting Jameis Winston and and getting those calls in so I think that gets addressed because uh, these guys are too good to have a performance like that I think Sean Payton and his staff were too good of coaches to let that happen again I mean they've built around this offensive line they've got to get that fixed otherwise it's going to be a very long season. Like yes. You can't win at all like the way they played on Sunday. So no I think that's the first thing to get addressed. How about defensively? Look, I, I like what I see defensively, but then we saw a little chink in the armor once guys got injured and you started bringing in some backups and having a more, a more prominent role. Uh, what are your thoughts of the defense overall after two weeks? Well, the best thing looking at the injury report today is they're a little bit healthier. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, a full participant today. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore still limited, but hopefully he's trending in the right direction. Um, and same for a couple other guys. So um, I think when they get healthy, this is a unit that is all of a sudden probably the strength of this team outside of the offensive line because um, you do add Bradley Roby. So you love the cornerback situation. I think safety is one of their best positions uh, on the roster outside of the offensive line. Um, and obviously you've got the Mario Davis at linebacker and, and you know, the, the defensive line, they've performed well. I mean, considering you lose Trey Hendrickson, you don't have David on Yamada, um, and Cam Jordan's age, I think mm-hmm. Peyton Turner had a good game. I think Davenport yep. had a good week one before he's back on IR, which really doesn't do you any good. But I'm not I'm not quite as concerned about the defense as, you, as maybe I thought I would be after such a lopsided loss, mainly because, they were very injured and they're getting healthier. And considering they went in the halftime down 17 and nothing, I know Carolina could kind of take their foot off the gas in mm-hmm. the second half. But I, I think defensively, I'm not overly worried about them, especially not this week against the rookie quarterback. Hopefully I don't eat my words there, but um, right. I think the healthier they are, the better they'll be. You think they rebound this week against the Pats? 
Uh, I think a perform they rebound in terms of in terms of performance. Um, as far as a win, that's tough. I mean, it, these it are is. two very well coached teams, and I think these are two teams that are kind of similar when you talk about new quarterbacks, mm-hmm. not what they were probably three or four years ago, but um, so good coaching wise, um, they'll be ready. So. I think the Saints make it a competitive game, but obviously when you're on the road at New England, I'm not going to say it's a gimme. So um, if you're asking me for a win or a loss, I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the Saints win this game, but I think it's very close. But I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because they're going up against the rookie quarterback in an offense that I don't see being able to perform that well against the Saints if Lattimore and T.J. Gardner-Johnson are out there. And what's the old adage, Chris, the most desperate team wins? I can't see a team more desperate than the New Orleans Saints this week. Yeah, I mean, they, they've, they've got to bounce back, um, if nothing else, than confidence. But when you look at the schedule, and obviously, you know, you, you think about it right now and you think about it at the beginning of the year, like you, you, you go down a schedule and you count out wins and losses. And some of those games you thought would be wins will turn into losses. And some of those losses might be wins. I mean, there's teams later on the Saints schedule that maybe aren't out the mm-hmm. hot starts either. Um, but I do think when you talk about facing a rookie quarterback this week, um, a Giants team in your home debut the following week, and then a Washington team that's defense doesn't look quite like they did a year ago, um, I think these are winnable games for the Saints, and you certainly want to collect them while you can. As Peyton says, everybody's in a race to get better, and if you can get better while collecting wins, that's the best-case scenario when you're talking about trying to sneak your way into the playoffs, which I think the Saints would have to do this year. Chris Hagan of Fox 8 Sports is our guest. Chris, talk about the LSU Tigers as they begin SEC play against Mississippi State. I think I, I, when you talk about desperate teams, I think LSU is one. I think Ed Ogeron should be coaching like a desperate coach. And, and honestly, um, that probably gives me a little more faith in LSU because when his back is against the wall, I think typically is when he has some of his better games, whether that's on him or his staff or his players or him just motivating the players. But you look at the end of last year against Florida and Ole Miss, those were two wins that, I mean, the season was not good in 2020, but that made it look a heck of a lot better. Um, and then the, the Florida game a couple of years ago after they lost to Troy, when they had no chance, in my opinion, they went out and won with Danny Etling and, you know, just patching together some offense. So I think you get a scrappy LSU team this week and one that looks a little bit more confident on offense. I think they can bounce back. They, they really have to based on what happened last year against Mississippi State, right? I mean, a lot of fans are pointing to this game based on what happened last year. Yeah, and, and, and when you're a, a college head coach and you've got to answer to the fans as much as anybody else, these are the kind of games you want to win. I mean, fans live on these one-week-at-a-time revenge games sometimes, and this is one that's circled on the schedule. as We can't pay Mississippi State back in a year where they're not good. Um, then, you know, what are we doing? And, and I think – this is circled not just for fans and, and the, the team, but I think for some of the decision makers within that athletic department, I would say they're looking at this game as, is this, is this LSU team ready to um, maintain their higher status in the SEC West and, you know, battle with Texas A&M for, you know, next best behind Bama and maybe even Ole Miss this year. Tulane got the best of Matt Corral and Ole Miss last week. Your thoughts as they take on UAB at home, their first home, they're really their home opener uh, for the yeah. season. Yeah, I think Tulane's better than, than they played against Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is going to do that to a lot of teams. Um, that Bama game in a couple of weeks will be very interesting with them and Ole Miss. 
Uh, but I, I think Tulane can bounce back, and I think they're hungry too and ready to, you know, prove that they're not the team that was on the field against Ole Miss, and they're closer to the team that played well against Oklahoma and that beat up against more beat up on Morgan State. I think they do, they can do a lot really well on offense, and I would expect that to be on display at home. Yeah, I would agree. And again, uh, look, it looks like Michael Pratt's going to be ready to go. He got beat up bad uh, in, in last week. But again, uh, a stepping down in class, so to speak, with UAB, but a, a measuring stick, stick type game for where this program is against a UAB type team. Yeah, I mean, when you look at when you look at games like this on the schedule, they're a four point favorite, which I think isn't huge, but you want Tulane to be able to beat the teams that they should beat, right? They've shown that they can compete with Oklahoma, whether that was emotion or the circumstance, whatever, they did it. They showed they could beat up on a, a really, really low, lower-tiered program like Morgan State. But UAB, you need to come out and handle business. And then you need to go into the conference, and you need to win the games you should win, whether that's holding on to a double-digit lead, whether that's, never making it close against some of the, the bottom-tier teams within the AAC. Um, they need to start winning the games they should because that's all that's been the difference between finishing 500 or finishing, you know, 8-4, and 9-3. and three. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, you can always, the last couple of years, even with the rise of Willie Fritz, point to games that they should have won, and that would make the record look a lot better. And I think it starts, like you said, with UAB this year. Yeah, I 100% agree. Folks, i just tell you right now, if you enjoy good podcasts, uh, Sean Vazan and also Chris Hagan do a great podcast at Fox 8. Chris, tell us about the podcast, uh, your blog. Again, fantasy football is in full effect right now. Also, all the great programming over at Fox 8. Yeah, we've got the Fox 8 Overtime Podcast. Sean Vazan uh, and I get on there every midweek and then on game days um, after we get the TV shows done on Sunday nights to uh, get all your Saints talk in. We'll have some more college football once LSU and, and Tulane get in the conference play and then uh, Pelicans media day coming up. So we'll be talking Pels as well. Um, as always, uh, we've got the Fox eight football Friday high school show tomorrow night, uh, our second week this year. Um, we've got the Fox eight live tailgate ahead of Saints Patriots. We've got the final play wrapping it up. Deuce McAllister joins us for the black and gold review on Mondays overtime on Tuesdays. We talk about it all. And then Wednesday we get you prepared for the next week. Uh, on game plan so always something going on and yes eric mentioned fantasy football the extra point blog you can get my advice Mm -hmm. uh with the extra point blog on the final play app right at chris hagan on uh, at chris hagan tv right on twitter correct on twitter beautiful thanks chris always appreciate your time bud of course man thanks for having me Chris Hagan, Fox 8 Sports, with us here on Inside New Orleans. All right, we'll take a quick break. Remember, today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Hideout Bar, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All are open, all are ready for you. All can deliver right to your door. Or get over there and enjoy a great meal at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. 
two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. This week at Macy's, we're setting our sights on fall with big savings on this season's hottest trends. Check out bold new color palettes and tonal pieces from Ink, Calvin Klein, and more. Fresh looks for him from Sun and Stone, Bar 3, and more. And update your space with bath and bedding from Oak, mindfully made and created for Macy's. Plus, Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Learn more at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. When you have trouble sleeping, it's tough. When kids have trouble sleeping... Mom, I can't sleep. Dad, just one more story? For nights like this, try Vicks Pure Z's Kids. Our great-tasting gummies are specially formulated for kids with a unique blend of botanicals and a low dose of melatonin to support their natural sleep cycle. Best of all, they're drug-free and non-habit-forming. Help your child fall asleep naturally with Pure Z's Kids Gummies. Consult with a doctor before use for ages 4 and up. As all of us in New Orleans continue on the road to recovery, Diamonds Direct is proud to help, and we've only just begun. Through September, we're donating a portion of proceeds from all local purchases to benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force, Second Harvest Food Bank, and our Employee Relief Fund. We're also offering to waive all finance fees for a limited time. Choose any jewelry item or engagement ring and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Visit us on Severn Avenue or DiamondsDirect.com for more info. New Orleans, we're not going to let Ida slow us down, and we're proud to stand by you during these challenging times. Don't forget, folks, if your AC breaks down, you need help with your heating system, generator, electrical, remember Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They're there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. 
They are the experts. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. Thanks so much to our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants uh, for their support of our program. Today's program brought to you by Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, the Hideout Bar. Get out there and enjoy a great meal, some cocktails, at an Oceana Family of Restaurant near you. I want to thank all of our fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor. Sponsor our program. All you got to do is click on the icon. It'll take you right to those sponsors, tell you everything you need to know about the sponsors. By the way, talk to Mike Delahousie today. TikTok hopefully open on Tuesday. Fingers crossed. So we'll let you know about what's going on there. Don't forget the award-winning Inside the Wall Sports starts now on WLAE-TV. Jeff Duncan of Noel.com and also Fox 8 is my guest. And coming up next is um, Ken Trahan and also... Um, uh, Ken Trahan and also Pastor Michael Green with the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour. So we're going to keep it locked and loaded right here on 106.1 FM. Thanks to Rudy back in the studio. Thanks for for listening. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog cat to the governor, they all got to go. Better know that